the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. You can hear the program each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM560 WFIL and WFIL.com. AM560 WFIL.com on the application, which you can download from our website and put on your smartphone or tablet and carry us with you wherever you go. Thank you for tuning in. A forecast for today. Hold on to your toupee, small children, and lawn furniture. Windy, some sun and clouds, temperature dropping to a low of 27 tonight, clear skies, and kind of cloudy with some sun tomorrow and a high of 42. Sixers lost to Cleveland last night. They're home tonight against the Knicks. The Flyers are home tomorrow night against the Rangers. Phillies are playing the Red Sox this afternoon. I'm not sure. I think that game might be done. Danny, how's it going over there? Are you having a good day? Everything's fine? No beanie today? Just the regular? Look. I like my scrunchie. Yeah, scrunchies are good. Thank scrunchies, you. Scrunchies, beanies, all those sorts of things. I have... I mean, married with children with three daughters. I know a few things about these fashion choices. So good. I approve. You're doing a good job. We have special. Thank you. you have special guests here. You see, we do. I'm very excited. Yes, we're going to jump right into things here, and we want to bring on board Jill Page and Edna. Is it Kerbison? Yes, I got it right. Yes, welcome. Thank you. How you feeling? Good. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever been here before, Edna? No, never. Jill's been here once, right? Or no? Probably more than once. Okay. 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 And I know you've been on the we uh, on the phone too. So, but you, yeah. So, I mean, years ago I was here. Yeah. So now, like we've done with the place, you kind of cleaned up a little bit. We have Beautiful. some t- TV screens here and all that and some extra computers. But most importantly, you're here because we want to talk about the ministry that you're representing and been with. It's called Every Good Gift. And uh, so thanks for coming in. Glad to be here. Thanks How was the drive? Us. When it's windy, it can be a little difficult. On the turnpike, I was just holding on the steering wheel a little tighter. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame you. I don't blame you. Well, uh, for folks who are new to the station or new to the show, and, and I'll mention this to you, Ed, and I don't know if you've ever had a chance. Do you listen to FIL at all? Or yes. You mm-hmm. do? Okay, so you're familiar. With this program specifically, we want to do a lot of different things. And the umbrella verse is like the Hall of Fame verse of them all, probably, John 3.16. And so the guests that are on this program uh, reflect that, hopefully. So m- many are believers, but not everyone is. Uh, sometimes we build some bridges and all that. But that also means that the guests may be local. They may be national, they may be international, maybe people from missionaries in another country, whatever it might be. And so today we have an opportunity to have you in because you're doing great work in the, uh, you know, I guess the, the suburbs as well as expanding and hopefully into Philadelphia, right? So, yeah. So share a little bit about every good gift, whatever. And then I want to hear, I'm going to share a little backstory, ask you some questions about backstory. So, so yeah. Every Good Gift is a job training ministry for young single mothers. Okay. We have tried to remove some of the barriers that keep young women from working by providing childcare and uh, working where they can arrive at the workplace on public transportation. And we make products and we address some of the very basic soft skills. Okay. And that's and Every Good Gift has been going for how many years now? So we Five incorporated in 2015 Okay, and started working with the women later that year. Okay. Now, there, and Edna, how about you? What's your role with uh, with Every Good Gift, and how long have you been doing it for? 
I'm a volunteer mentor, discipler, and um, I do a Bible study also some um, some some months. Okay, mm-hmm. and she's a board member. Oh, okay. and a board. <laughs> yes, that's good. That's great. Well, the, I know that, uh, and for folks who want to just look into it more, it's simply everygoodgift.org, mm-hmm. right? That's right. So it's nice and easy in that regard. Uh, the mission of it on your site talks about sharing the love of Christ with vulnerable women in a safe environment that nurtures healthy job, life, and relationship skills while creating quality products for customers. And what I want to get into at some point, too, is let folks know how they can actually be involved. Uh, right. so, and then, and being a customer is one very practical way. That's right. Um, Jill, I've known you for a long time, so, and I know you have a, an a, a interesting path backstory-wise and how God brought you to every good gift in this point. And um, I, I don't know if you could share a little bit about that. And some of it's on your site, but I also know just having known you for a long time, that, that journey through your time at Urban Family Council and beyond that. So right. take your time to share whatever, you know, how God got a hold of you to get you to this. Because what the ministry you're doing now is another season of life, and it's it's a beautiful season. So I did work with Urban Family Council for 19 years. I did programs in schools and churches, but pri- primarily in the Philadelphia Public Schools. And I was working with young people who were coming out of poverty and trying to understand some of the choices that were being made and why people did what they did. I went from there to work at Bethany and worked in a program called Safe Families for Children, where we tried to have host families from churches host children so that they wouldn't end up in foster care for something that was a temporary crisis. When I did Safe Families, uh, we added a section of it for young mothers, where we could have a young woman um, stay with a host family for up to a year if she was pregnant or parenting a baby. And... uh, it was great to be able to do that. We did a um, a support group for the moms, some of them that we were hosting and some that we weren't hosting. When I was with Urban Family Council, we did a, a program. It was nine or I think it was ten lessons long for teen parents. So in the, the high schools and sometimes even in the middle schools, we had this teen parent program. And so that was really on my heart. Wow. I was seeing the situations that young people were in. To clarify, not... Parents of teens, teenage parents. That's right. Wow. Right. And some young women in high school on not even their first pregnancy, but on second or beyond. You you had mentioned, uh, I know uh, you talk about when you first were working with Urban Family Council and then the, the, the people you were encountering. I guess you're bringing, uh, maybe for a second, share your personal upbringing compared to the, the yeah. lives of those you were stepping into. So I had a, probably a pretty typical middle class upbringing. I had... Married parents and grew up in the suburbs, and they took us on vacations and paid for piano lessons and drove me to piano lessons and made sure I practiced. And yeah. um, I, I think I made an assumption that everybody had a similar upbringing, and and I would look at um, what I had done in life. Nothing, you know, super exciting, but I'd say other people can do that. They can work hard in school and join activities and have something to put on their college application and then they go to college and they can get a good job. Yeah. What I came to realize is that um, that was a, a rather privileged upbringing that not everybody has. And so some of the students I was working with in the public schools were being raised in generational poverty where two or more generations were living in poverty. And, and um, the people who wrote the book Bridges Out of Poverty, they say that each group – generational poverty, middle class, and wealth has its own set of hidden rules and values. 
Part of the problem is that the schools and the workplace run on middle-class hidden rules and values, and nobody teaches them. So if you grew up in generational poverty, you don't know some of the basic things that are required for a job. So that's part of what we're trying to do at Every Good Gift is to teach those basic soft skills, not to say what you were raised with is bad or wrong. It's you need some additional skills to succeed in the workplace. Yeah. For those just tuning in, Jill Page and Edna Kerberson from Every Good Gift in uh, technically is a home-based Glenside or yes. – okay. Um, as our, our guests and their site's everygoodgift.org. Maybe we'll take a, a quick break and we'll come back and continue the conversation about Every Good Gift and some of these things because so much of what you just said there also involves something that's good for any of us, I think, at any point, which is to step beyond ourselves to understand other people don't have necessarily the same upbringing or the same experiences or same anything and to, to cognizant of that so we can better actually relate and love people as opposed to thinking they're kind of kind of similar to us, give or take 10% or something. So uh, we'll take a quick break. We'll come back with more. It's the Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560, WFIL.com and on the app. You're listening to a podcast of the Tim DeMoss Show, heard weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560, WFIL and at WFIL.com. It's 413, the Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. Very glad to have in studio with us special guests, Jill Page and Edna Kerberson with Every Good Gift, based in Glenside, but Lord willing, going to expand beyond that, right? That's right. Yeah, and we're going to talk about that in a moment. Uh, for those, again, just tuning in, the mission of Every Good Gift is to share the love of Christ with vulnerable women in a safe environment that nurtures healthy job, life, and relationship skills while creating quality products for customers and we're going to kind of explain a little bit more what Every Good Gift is in, in a nutshell. But before that, you were talking about generational poverty right before the break, Jill, and, and your right. experience. So go ahead. I yeah. wanted to tell one more thing about that. In the book, Bridges Out of Poverty, they have three quizzes. Could you survive in poverty? Could you survive in middle class? And could you survive in wealth? And I took the quizzes, and I did very well on the middle class quiz, got just about everything right. But I don't think I got anything right on the poverty and wealth quizzes. Wow. So to see that there are, there are many skills um, that a person learns in poverty that me growing up in the middle class, I never needed to use, right? And in yeah. wealth, there are different things that are valued and that you need to be able to do that I don't have to do. So, so we want to value what each group has learned, um, but to help women reach the goals they have for their children, they need to learn some of those middle class rules of the workplace. Okay. That's good. Edna, I know, Jill, I mentioned that earlier. I don't know you yet, but so far, so good. I think I like you. So, oh, great. Yes. But share a little bit about your, your story and how you came to Every Good Gift and why you serve as a board member. Okay. Um, I grew up in West Virginia, so okay. uh, in a socioeconomic poor environment, even though we didn't realize that we were poor. Hmm. Um, and then we moved to Philadelphia, and um, I was – attending, I am attending uh, Believers Bible Fellowship, and Jill came in and shared the, about the ministry. Okay. And mm. um, I uh, also had training in uh, biblical counseling, and when she shared uh, in about the ministry, I really was interested in being able to help these young ladies. Okay. And so um, we had to take training. Uh, a lot of training um, before we could become volunteers. And we did that, and I went through 
um, all the training that she um, had available for us. And then she started the program. And so I've been there at the inception of this program. And it's been a tremendous blessing to me, as well as I think to the girls too, to to the ladies that are there. Yeah, folks just tuning in, we're chatting with Jill Page and Edna Kerberson from Every Good Gift, based in Glenside, and hopefully, Lord willing, expanding. Everygoodgift.org is their site. Uh, talk about either either and or both of you. So what is Every Good Gift in terms of what does it look like on a daily basis or a weekly basis? What, what's the structure? Because we've been hearing the phrase the girls or the ladies. Right. So who are these ladies? Where do they come from? And what's the criteria for them to be part of Every Good Gift? Well, Jill probably could share with you more where they they come from because they come from all parts of the city. It's amazing that they um, travel long ways sometimes to get there. Mm-hmm. And um, one thing Jill insists upon, and because that's a skill you have to learn, you have to be on time. And we come and we um, make different products that we sell and um, which it's online, and then we go to some craft fairs and sell the products also. And um, it's a great atmosphere, I think, there. And we get to discuss problems, share with each other, so that we can be mentor them as well as train them in in these um, uh, making all of these arts and crafts. Yeah. And so um, I think it's just a tremendous thing. And we also have a Bible study on Thursdays. And um, Are you involved in that? Or? Yes. Okay. I teach a Bible study um, on once a month. Uh, I was teaching once a month, and I'm starting back teaching once a month. Okay. And it's... Um, it has been a privilege to be able to uh, speak to these girls and share what the Lord has to say and that the Lord loves them and has many good things for them. Are, are these uh, these girls that are coming to Every Good Gift too? And again, so folks know they're coming, they're actually employed. I mean, they're coming to work, right? right? And right. The, and is the criteria need to be a single mom specifically? Or? We say young single moms, and that's typically who needs our help. Okay. Uh, they need to be pregnant or parenting a child age two or under. Okay. Some of the women also have older children who might be in school or in daycare, but they can bring with them their baby or young toddler. Okay. So this is designed really to help catch also folks who are in a kind of a really difficult spot because you have a young child. How can you work? You can't leave them at home or to pay someone to take care of your child. You're eating up the money just to go to work. And so this is a a way of really bridging that gap. You say, bring your child, but, and and strategically every good gift is located in a way, right? So public transportation, but they don't have to go over, take a train or or bus. You can get to right where it is. Right. Within a couple blocks, we have a train station and the bus literally stops in front of the very room in the building where we work. Wow. You can see people get off the bus and go open the door for them. So when they come to work, Mm -hmm. uh, how does it work? What are they doing? Right. So we start out with some announcements, um, just getting set for the day. The the children go across the hall into the nursery after the announcements, and we talk about which projects we're going to work on that day. We teach all of the women to sew, which has been really, really popular. They have enjoyed learning to sew because hmm. um, a number of our products are made on the sewing machine. And then everybody learns how to make gift baskets, how to uh, design them, put, place everything, and then wrap it up. They learn how to make the uh, the wall hangings that we make and all of our products. And people often have favorites, but we try and have everybody learn how to make each product. 
So now, so the, this this is an interesting combination of of things because it, it sounds like a, there's a certain amount of people you need mm-hmm. or can take or can right. adequately service properly because it, it appears very holistic. Also, obviously the heart, but also the day to day life and the childcare, the whole thing. Right. So what's the what are the parameters for how someone could actually come? They can't just knock on the door and say, "I'd like I'd like to do this." Right. In terms of so what what goes into all that? So women get referred to us by pregnancy centers and by housing ministries. We asked the WIC office to put our flyers up, and we were inundated with calls. We had um, wow. about 70 women in four months calling for jobs. And at some point during that four months, I had asked the WIC office to put the flyer down <laughs> because the waiting list was getting so long. Yeah. Um, but we continue to get calls regularly. Had a call today, I think a call at the end of last week. And um, the mm. women start out on the waiting list, and then they become a substitute, and then they become a regular scheduled employee. So each morning, the women have to text me between 7.30 and 8 and say, I'm coming in, or my baby's sick, I'm not coming in. And then at 8 o'clock, I call substitutes if we need them. We start work at 9.30. They need to be on time. Yeah. Uh, we work till 11.45, and then we take a lunch break. The babies come back to their moms during the lunch break, and then we work um, another couple hours in the afternoon, and everybody cleans up and then heads home. Wow, I love it. Um, so we have our, our pattern is Thursday's Bible study uh, Tuesday or Wednesday, we usually have a workshop, something on a job skill or parenting or a life skill. And then um, what I've, the habit I've been falling into is usually having a time of prayer once a week yeah. where I go around and take prayer requests and then ask, will someone pray for this request? Will someone pray for that request? And it's been exciting to watch the women do that. Before I used to hear, no, I can't pray like you. And <laughs> <laughs> so they're lear- they're learning. It's okay. You, you know, it doesn't have to sound like a certain thing. Just talk to God and uh, this person that you care about. Bring their request before him. Jill Page is with us as well as Edna Kerberson. Edna is a board member for – and they're both with Every Good Gift. Were you going to say something there, Edna? Yeah, I was just going to say that we are limited because of our – funds of how many women that we can um, have in on a, in any given day. Sure. So that that's a that's a very what practical. Us. Yes. Right. So we're going to talk more about how people can be involved and just so they're aware because there are multiple ways they can be. But the heart of what you're talking about that that's well spoken there just kind of give people an idea because what prompted me to want to call and get in touch uh, to have you on the program had to do with the fact that there's a, there's a letter that was sent out I think at the end of last year just a couple months ago about the desire to to push outward mm-hmm. rather than just be in Glenside because the waiting list is so long. Mm-hmm. So to catch that vision for people to understand, maybe somebody listening would be like, you know what, I'd like to hear more about that because we have that need right in our community. We'd love to help understand maybe the business model or how it works so that we could replicate or whatever, right? So that would be quite a thing. Or they can, you know, folks can donate, they can pray, and they can. There's also stuff on the website too if, they, if they're, people right. want to donate items, right? Mm-hmm. And, your, and your time. So we'll get into that a little bit. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. Uh, conversation today Jill Page and Edna Kerberson from Every Good Gift based in Glenside. Their website's everygoodgift.org. Back with more in just a moment. It's Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. Thanks for tuning in to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast with AM560 WFIL and WFIL.com. It's 426 in the Tim DeMoss Show. We are joined by Jill Page and Edna Kerbison from Every Good Gift based in Glenside. Uh, and before we continue our conversation, uh, where did I put it? It's around here somewhere. Two, three, oh, it's under here. It's under the special present you brought. This is lovely. Is that a, that's a gift, though. That's that's for us to give away. That's, that's right. not for me. Sorry. That's okay. We can get, what is this? 
this we call it the candy mug cozy. Ooh. It's a mug filled with candy and um, has our our mug cozy, which is something where you can put the mug of hot water in your microwave, yes. and then when you take it out hot, it's not burning your hand. And you have this cozy to keep that's, you from so you burning have, your hand. That's nice. And then we wrap it up like a gift basket. And you make all that assemble at at, at the. Oh, that's great. Uh, I just just as a quick item of business, we have something called Ministry of the Month feature, and um, congratulations to Linda in Lansdale. There does not have to be alliteration to be a winner. Joanna in Wilmington and Sharon in Norristown, several of our winners in our Ministry of the Month, which concludes Saturday. We actually have you know an extra day this time around, February 29. Uh, uh, ministry is uh, Family Life, which airs at 9 o'clock weekday mornings in WFIL. Some prizes for that. It's a grand prize. And today is the actual 25th anniversary of Truth for Life. That's coming up at 5 o'clock with Alistair Begg. And we have a pretty cool prize thing going on for a couple of weeks on the station in celebration of that. 123 of the most requested messages from Alistair Begg and Truth For Life over the past 10 years, all on one USB. So if you want to enter to win that, we have a bunch of those to hand out too. Both of those things happening at WFIL.com. And last thing I'll tell you is we're giving away a trip to Kansas City to see the band Mercy Me next month. And uh, airfare hotel included in that. That contest wraps up, let's say Thursday, I lost track, tomorrow night at midnight. So all those things are happening. WFL.com is a great place to go because you can get yourself up on all of those things. So um, if you're just tuning in, the ministry Every Good Gift does a lot of wonderful work. Uh, Jill Page and Edna Kerberson from there in studio with us today. Uh, I haven't given our number out. If you want to give a call in, you're welcome to call in and say hello. 800-560-WFIL, by the way. 800-560-9345. But so you were describing there and while we're talking during the break – one of the reasons that the hope is expanding beyond Glenside for the work that you do and, and helping these ladies is the ability to keep a family feel and rather than grow it to one huge, massive location. Right. So what's what's the hope and the, the growth plan for the work that you're doing? So we right now have four women working per day, and we'd like to keep it small, four to six women per day. Okay. But we see so many women in need of this kind of job training ministry. So we would like to start satellite locations over the next five years, two satellite locations. They could be in Philadelphia. They can be in another county even uh, where there is a need. And the specific way that we would like to grow is to have a church that would host the Every Good Gift satellite. Uh, The women love our Bible study. It's optional. They don't have to come to it, but they come to it. They love it. They participate. But oftentimes it's hard to get the women to join a church local to them. So if they were to come to work at Every Good Gift, housed in a church, meeting the mentor volunteers from the church, then we think it would be more comfortable for them to go to that church and get involved there and be part of the body of Christ and have that new support system that they need. So what you're sharing reminds me of this interview. I think it was last week, a guy named Todd Chipman, and the book was called Until Every Child is Home. Um, why the church I think I had the uh, why the church can and must care for orphans, and one of the biggest points of his book was instead of thinking that adoption is uh, a burden, it actually makes the other it's a means it's not an end it's actually a means and it helps your local church surround a family, envelop the family, and it allows it actually makes all your other ministries better. you know it was just a great insight that they really brought that point home, and as you're speaking. This isn't an official adoption you're talking about, but it kind of is in terms of bringing these ladies in, these single moms with young children, very young children, 
and enveloping them and allowing them to become part of the church life. I mean, it's a beautiful thing. It's what God would have us do. James one seventeen, right? Exactly. To forget our name. <laughs> every perfect, every good and perfect gift. And later in that chapter, what it says, um, religion, God, our father sees as pure and faultless is to take care of the widows and orphans mm-hmm. in their distress. That's right. Yeah. So you know that firsthand. You agree, Edna? Yes, I do. Okay. Just, Absolutely. Just making sure you're still, <laughs> still agreeing. I don't want to, you know, get you mad or anything. <laughs> so, uh, no, but so tell us more about the way that people can be involved then. Because you were, you, Edna was, is currently a volunteer, you're a board member, but you're a volunteer. Yes. So folks could, could be a volunteer in what way? If they wanted to spend some time, there's a process for that. I'm sure you want to just make sure well-meaning people doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be the best volunteer. So how does that work as far as being a volunteer with every good gift in some shape or form? Well, you can get in touch with Jill, and then you have to take training. And I think some of the training now is being done online. It's all online. Yeah. Oh, it's on, all online now. Okay. We, um, and so you, you take the training, and then you come in and talk with Jill, I'm sure. And um, we would welcome more volunteers. And, and when you volunteer, you just go in. I'm not a big arts and crafts person, but... You know, I'm, I've been learning just as well as the girls have been learning, and mm. it's been a tremendous um, time of learning how to um, make different crafts that yeah. we sell. The products are available. As another way people can help is by purchasing, purchasing products. the products themselves, right. which besides the funds that would be generated – I would think that'd be a beautiful end game for someone who took all their time to make something that somebody wanted. Right. The women mm-hmm. love hearing that the journal that they designed was sold or the sign that they did sold. Yeah. yeah. So people can buy them, go to the Every Good Gift sign, uh, website, everygoodgift.org. Right. But also, are there places like, uh, obviously, accessibility matters. So do you actually have places that people could physically go by or is it primarily through ordering online? Uh, there's online. We go to craft fairs. Uh, churches sometimes are hosting a ministry event or will bring us in to talk about every good gift. Okay. We will sell there. But recently our products started being sold in a store in the Willow Grove Mall. Really? And the store is called Women of Willow Grove. It's an artisan's collective, and they gave us a section of the store. That is really cool. We're excited. Yeah, I yeah. love that. So if you're at the mall, what was, what was it called? Women? Women oh, of Willow Grove. That's an, is that new? I, have, I mean, I'm not there all the time, but I've been there and I haven't seen that lately. They opened in the summer. Okay. So yeah. it's fairly new. Yep. Wow. And when it comes to volunteering, we have two primary ways to volunteer, but many additional ways. So Edna is a mentor discipler and she is working alongside the young women. We need other volunteers who do child care in the nursery for the children. And then we have volunteers who deliver our gift baskets so that we don't need to charge a delivery charge for people. We have um, we actually have two women who shop for our supplies every week. Um, there are people who will staff our table at a craft fair. So there are lots and lots of ways to be involved. And what we would do is talk with you about what you do, what you like to do, how you'd like to be involved, and put that alongside what our needs are and come up with a position that is helpful to us and enjoyable for you. That's a, that just makes sense, right? Everybody's, everybody wins that way. Uh, Every Good Gift is the name of the of the ministry. Everygoodgift.org is the site. Jill Page is with us and, and uh, Edna Kerberson, who's on the board there. And uh, I'm thinking, again, for, for those who are like, so what was this again? Every Good What? What did they do? It's coming alongside single moms, uh, usually with a young, either pregnant or child two and under. Right. They're obviously in a very tenuous spot, uh, something that – I've said on this program many times is it, it's one thing to think, okay, if you're pro-life, what does that look like? So does it mean I voted for so-and-so? Okay, well, that's fine. But what are you doing with the rest of your life? Because 
regardless of who's in office at any level of the land, you're allowed to take care of the widows and orphans in their distress and step into their lives. And so a very practical way is to take a woman into your home, let her have her child and let her get on her feet, which is something I think you were saying uh, when you were with one of the organizations prior that was like an offshoot opportunity. But this is a super practical thing. If you don't have hope, I mean, I I was going to say you can not name names, but you see all these stories. So name, I mean, just share a little bit about these women. Like what have you seen and the changes you've seen over the, over the years? I've seen amazing things. First, this might sound surprising, but sometimes I think of the women as quite heroic because they often have so little support in their lives. They have so little materially. And yet when they're pregnant, they decide this child is going to live and I'm going to raise this child. They have wonderful hopes and dreams for their child, and they're determined to reach those. So for us to be able to come alongside mm-hmm. is a real privilege. And then uh, we call it graduating. We've seen women who graduate from us and go on to jobs. And to watch them go from you know, just starting out and, and having a lot to learn and gaining confidence, um, building a support system, and then trying things a little bit at a time, maybe getting another part-time job and then moving into a full-time job. It's very exciting. And then we see when they get a car, they get an apartment. We've had the privilege of helping some women move into an apartment. There's another volunteer opportunity. Come help move, people. <laughs> yeah. um, but it's just exciting to see that. Sometimes the women are very reticent to put their children in our child care because It's been mom and baby, home alone, together. No one else has ever been with this baby, and I think they're worried. Um, If women have experienced hard things in their life, they are committed to making sure the baby doesn't experience those things. So it's a process even to let these volunteers that we have screened and trained very carefully – let them take your baby across the hall. But that's that's the beauty of it, though. Um, the nursery is right across the hall, so they feel more confident because they can see their kid. They can go in and check on their child. Yeah, if there's yeah. any trouble or whatever. Mm-hmm. Now, and you mentioned earlier also that the, the breakdown of the day tends to be almost coinciding with school hours, like a 9 to 3-ish window or something. Is that about right? A little shorter than that, but yeah. Okay, so is that is that also kind of the template? Because I—, I yeah, or or would you want? Do you, is there um, desire ever to make it longer work day, or do you want them to get back in case they have kids in school so they can get back for their kids? Or so it's all of that. Some of the women do have children they have to go pick up from daycare or be there when they get home from school. So part of it has been financial that we couldn't afford to pay them for longer hours. Yeah. Um, part of it is my time as the paid employee. I need to do other things in addition to working with the moms. So we're open to different things as we start satellites. If the satellite is able to staff it for longer hours, uh, most of the women would love to be making more money and that will help them transition for some women who have never worked or they've just had a baby and everything's so different. Now you have to pack up the baby and make sure you have diapers and formula and all these things before you leave. It's a helpful transition that we're working daytime hours. They can get up and have time to go through that whole new extra big morning routine and get to us. That's fantastic. I mean, it's quite a, it's quite an undertaking. And I, and I again, want to put this out there. If someone on a, uh, one other practical note, if someone's listening whether they're a pastor or just someone who goes to a church and says, this sounds like it'd be worth trying to connect with Jill about and, and every good gift to maybe do that kind of thing in our neighborhood. What would they do? And, and it, would it be a matter of you would kind of even help them and you would redirect people maybe who have been applying 
and it'd be easier for the, that woman who's applying because they live closer to that church anyway to go there instead of come all the way to Glenside. Right. Right. So if someone is interested in having a satellite, we would like to talk with you. You yeah. can use that contact us form on the website and we'll set up a meeting, probably myself and a board member meeting with you, uh, talking about what our vision is. And if you like the idea, but you don't want to do it as part of every good gift, there's so much need. Go ahead and do it. Uh, but if you want to be part of us, we'll have policy manuals and so forth for you to use. Okay. And, and we'll be working with you long term okay. to keep that going. That's lovely. Thank you for coming in today. It's quite a, it's a lot. And this, the podcast of this will be up as well. So people can actually um, listen to it, re-listen to the details. And the website, uh, everygoodgift.org. Everything there, your story, the whole thing, right? People can get into that. Right. Please so. do visit the website and get in touch. It's really a privilege to have you both in. Thank you for doing so. Thank, Thank you. you. It's our sure. privilege. All right. Jill Page and uh, Edna Kerberson from Every Good Gift based in Glenside. We'll be back with more of the Tim DeMoss Show in just a moment. WFIL. Live and local. It's the Tim DeMoss Show weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Our podcast continues. 442 on the Tim DeMoss Show. Yet another special guest checking in. How you doing? Oh, wonderful, sir. How are you? Good. How do you say your last name? McKeithen? McKeithen? Oh, you got it right. It's McKeithen. See? And do you say Andrea or Andrea or... Uh, Andrea, my mother said Andrea if she was angry. No, Andrea. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll, I'll, I'm not angry, at least not yet, and I don't think I will be. So oh, good. we'll go with Andrea. Yeah. How are you? I'm excellent, sir. Thank you. Thanks for being with us today. And uh, Thank you for yeah, this coming Saturday morning, there's a financial and life planning seminar happening at Bethel Deliverance International Fellowship. Uh, in Wincote, and uh, right before this program, actually, Bishop Lambert is on with the Climbing Higher program, so folks are familiar with him, and the fact that there's a lot going on at that church all the time, so this is one of those uh, very practical life-helping uh, kind of events, and so share about you know share about it and how you came to be part of it. Okay, great. So our bishop, like you said, Bishop Eric Lambert is our, our leader. He's the bishop of our Bethel Deliverance International Fellowship of Churches, which is a group of around 30 churches, I would say, between about 30 churches. And um, our bishop, being the servant leader that he is, he's always looking to, and, and, and I, he always places in us a desire to, to serve God's people by addressing practical kingdom living principles. Mm. And um, one of the things that we found that is that people often shy away from issues like life and financial planning, because sometimes it seems to overwhelm them. And the Lord laid on the heart of the Bethel Deliverance International Fellowship of Churches, also known as BDIFC, to have this conference. And and Bishop thought it was a wonderful idea because he's always trying to help people um, not to be nervous about things. So the purpose is for this conference to basically abolish any fear or anxiety that is sometimes associated with sensitive yet necessary milestones in life. Yeah. And that's like the overarching part of it, yes. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Uh, Andrea McKeithen is our guest. Yes, sir. I said that right, right? McKeithen? I'm, I'm going to struggle with it, but I'm going to keep trying. I'm not going to be afraid. <laughs> that is correct. 
I'm not, <laughs> Don't be afraid. I'm not going to be afraid. <laughs> uh, they're not going to talk about how to pronounce your name at the seminar, are they? Like, is that part of things people are afraid of, too? They... No, nobody will say anything about my name at the seminar. Not <laughs> <Okay>. at all. <laughs> well, there are some special guest speakers. And, uh, you know, overarching kind of the whole thing, Proverbs 4, 5 through 7, get wisdom, get understanding, forget it not, forsake her not, and she shall preserve thee. Therefore, get wisdom, and with all thy getting, get understanding. And um, just a, like you said, I think it's, it's, there's a lot of wisdom in that, going at it head on and, and uh, asking others who also have a lot of wisdom to share. So what do you know about the different guests who are coming to the financial and life planning seminar this uh, Saturday? Okay, great. So we kind of um, delineated everything. We tried to think of different topics that people would be interested in. And so we started very uh, rudimentary at the level of why should we even do this? Why is this even important? Hmm. So we're going to have a, a young lady who actually is in law school, Carla Cooper. She's going to talk about the why, why we should really do this. And she's going to give examples as to what happens when people do have their plan in place and what happens when people don't have their plan in place. Ooh, I like that. And yeah, so that's and everything's gonna be pretty fast. You're gonna to have to stay awake and keep up because we did it that way because we know people have a, a short attention span. But if there's dynamic inf- um, information being shared, we're pretty sure they'll stay with us the whole time. Yeah. So um Were you saying something? I, what? Did you say something? <laughs> Sorry. Oh, please. Focus, Tim. Focus. I'm sorry. Oh, well, so, and this is Andrea, right? Okay, yeah. So this is. Okay. Uh, another, and then we also have, and you, another thing I wanted to stress is that Bishop wanted us to use the body of Christ. He's a very kingdom minded person, and we know that God's kingdom is wherever God is, and God is everywhere. So using kingdom principles, he wanted to use the body. So we looked around at our. Um, internal resources for the BDIC, and we have a fabulous young man who is a financial planner. His name is Mark Gilliard, and he will be doing the financial planning part. And he'll be speaking to us so that we can understand, because that that sometimes frightens people. Financial planning, I only make so much money. Do I have enough money to do financial planning? Yes, you do. And Mark is going to talk about every spectrum from where you are, just start now. And so hmm. he's going to give us um, a session on financial planning. Also, there's the grief factor, and, and that's not really quantifiable. You know, when people have emotions, visceral emotions, and they go through grief, and everybody handles that differently. Yeah. So we have uh, Dr. Chris Halsey, who is also a pastor part of the BDIFC, and his company is Halsey and Halsey um, Consultants, and he does so many things. So he's going to talk to the grief factor that we experience when we plan for finances and life issues. Hmm. And we're also going to have um, a lawyer who handles nothing but estate planning. He's going to talk about what POAs are, power of attorneys, and people sometimes confused, like, well, what's the difference between a POA and, and someone who actually executes the um, will? Yeah. So he's going to make that plain so we'll get that. And then also it's the transcending part of, um, that's Miles Rittmaster, who will be doing that, Esquire Miles Rittmaster. And then we'll also have Adam Campbell, who's also a member of BD, um, the Bethel Deliverance International Church. Um, he and his wonderful mother have a funeral 
company, I'm the yeah. parlor. They are just so wonderful at making families at ease, and they'll also talk about um, what's necessary to be done when you plan for those last stages. So it's kind of, Tim, if I would call it a cradle-to-grave type of presentation and seminar. So you have all these great presenters. They're going to all be able to, like, piggyback off of the previous person, bring it all together. They're going to have materials. We're even going to have a free raffle for a POA and will package. Nice. That Sun, yeah, yeah. So Sun Federal Credit Union is paying for that. Okay. And Sun Federal Credit Union is the credit union for our BDIFC um, organization. Andrea McKeithen's our guest. She's coordinator for the Financial and Life Planning Seminar happening this Saturday, the 29th, at Bethel Deliverance International Church of Wincote. You can get more info online at BethelDeliverance.org. Quick break. We'll keep our chat going in just a moment. WFIL. It's Tim DeMoss Show on AM560, WFIL.com, and on the app. Have a guest you'd like to hear on the Tim DeMoss Show on AM560, WFIL? Email D at WFIL.com. It's 4.53 on the Tim DeMoss Show, continuing our chat with Andrea McKeithen, who is with the uh, Financial and Life Planning Seminar happening at Bethel Deliverance International Fellowship of Churches in Wincote head, at the headquarters there. Uh, Bishop Lambert has been on the station with us uh, for quite a while with the Climbing Higher program right before uh, our time together here every weekday afternoon at 4. And just uh, rattling off all those things under one roof all at one time and one morning really distilled down. What a, what a great way to spend uh, a time in a very beneficial way. Yes, yes. And that's how we wanted it to be. And we're just so grateful for you giving us this time to talk about it. And it's not just for anybody in the churches, it's for anybody. And we really would love for young people to get hold of this because they don't have any preconceptions and they'll come in and get everything. You know? <laughs> yes. Yes. Not like that when they don't have that burden of feeling like it's too late. That's probably something also to get someone uh, uh, off the couch and out there is to think, uh, you know, I don't know. I just, I, I'm too old to start planning financially or I'm, and I'm not, I'm not, planning on dying anytime soon so I can do that later. You can look at everything and kind of be like, not not today. I'll, I'll just, you know, keep moseying along. But the reality is that it's not too late to do any of these things. And and to, and to have all of this wisdom in one spot is just a, it's a really wonderful opportunity. Um, so I'm yes, glad that sir. you're doing it. I'm glad. And I'm not surprised. <laughs> I'm not surprised. <laughs> Bishop Lambert has been in studio with us a couple of times. And you could tell, oh, uh, yeah. you know, there's just a lot in his heart and his mind and in the life of the church. And I I, I want to just bring this up. It's not direct to the seminar uh, this Saturday, but if you folks look on the Bethel Deliverance uh, International uh, Church of God and Wincote's website, there's prayer meetings all over it. And it's not like uh, quarterly prayer meetings for an hour on a Sunday night or something. It's all over the all over the calendar. Yeah. And so that, and when I brought that up to Bishop Lambert, he said, "Well, that's foundational to what we do. If otherwise, you're just running around being busy." So, (laughs) yes, he's very pragmatic. He loves Jesus, and he's a humble servant of God. We love our bishop, and and he's and he's whatever you hear and whatever you see, that's who Bishop Lambert is. (laughs) That's great. (laughs) That's great. Well. Uh, Andrea, it's great to make your acquaintance too. And I, will you be there then as part of this, or is all your work ahead of time, and then you, you pass the ball to the, to others? <laughs> oh no, I'll be there. I'll be incognito, but I I'll absolutely be there. <laughs> okay, that's great. What's for breakfast, by the way? Do you know yet? That's, that's oh, a it's very a great one. deluxe. 
breakfast is going to be fabulous. And we hope people come and dine. It's going to be a wonderful smorgasbord of breakfast food, and there's going to be a wonderful buffet and smorgasbord on the Word of God and the principles taught at the seminar. Amen. 730 to 8.30, the Continental Breakfast, the seminar itself, 845 to 12.30. It's Financial and Life Planning Seminar, five special guest speakers, Bethel Deliverance International Fellowship of Churches, the headquarters on uh, West Cheltenham Avenue, 2901 West Cheltenham Avenue in Wincote. For details, I guess, what, is there a best way to do it, uh, the website for the church or and or calling to the RSVP ahead of time? What's the what's the best Actually, way to go? Actually, I think to, to call and register would be best, and I'm so sorry. I'm sitting in my car, and I don't have the number, but absolutely call Bethel, and they can register you. Okay. I have a number here. It says call Hannah Ashlock, 215 yes. 8885 Two five eight five, man. I'm doing one of those things where I'm staring and I put the paper away from me. I'm like, my parents used to do that. Now I'm doing it. <laughs> What's going uh, on around here? So uh, yeah, I, I resemble that remark. Yeah, I that <laughs> you remark. know, you know. <laughs> well, that's great. That's great, Andrea. Thank you for hanging out with us a little bit, and we're glad to let people know about it. Uh, and we often talk about this program and the station. We want it to be a help to people, and the best thing is to point people to the Lord. Then there are also a lot of other ways to do that, kind of everyday things. And, of course, the uh, seminar that's going on this Saturday will do both because you'll be helping them with everyday things. It's very foundational and important, but also in the context of, of their walk with God and why they would want to, you know, you have meet with someone, Adam Campbell from the funeral home. You're going to talk about not just the nuts and bolts of how do you yeah. land gracefully, so to speak, but really what's next? I'm sure he's going to be able to share. You know, I'm, I'm sure it's part of who he is. And how he can bring his faith into encouraging people, even in such a you know hard time, as an example. So yeah, yeah, absolutely, very powerful, great. Yes, sir. Well, God, so we're excited. Thank you for this opportunity. We so appreciate WFIL. Our appreciation to you as well. Greetings to everybody over there, and we'll be praying for a very successful time on Saturday. Thank you, sir. Thanks, Andrew. You. you too. Bye bye. Bye-bye. That's Andrew McKeithen, coordinator for the Financial and Life Planning uh, Planning Seminar this Saturday, the 29th, Bethel Deliverance International Church in Wincote. BethelDeliverance.org is the site, 215-885-2585, 215-885-2585, extension 314. Ask for Hannah. We'll have all that info in our podcast description on our homepage in about an hour or less. Uh, thanks for listening. Have a great day evening. WFL.com, by the way, is where you can find this podcast. Thanks for listening to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. Feel free to tune in to the full show each weekday afternoon from 4 to 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com.